You're tuned in to season five of the Britney Smith podcast. This show is dedicated to the ladies who are pushing purpose, destiny, and dreams while wearing multiple hats. It's for the bosses, mamas, sisters, and friends who find themselves in the need of a place to just breathe. We're going to talk about all things business, family life, faith, and everything in between. I am Brittany N. Smith, your favorite branding bestie. Brand design and brand strategy are my jam. And in this season, it's just me and you. We're focusing on developing the woman behind the brand. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Get your Brittany Smith podcast notebook and come on, let's get into it. We have my friend and... How do I describe this one? She is light. She is sugar and spice and everything nice. She is energy matching. Okay, if you know Brittany and Smith, like this might this next segment might be a lot for you. I'm just I'm just gonna tell you now. It might be it might be a little bit much for you, but let's welcome to the stage Miss Cassandra Burnett. Yes, yes, yes. Come on down around. T- First of all, do y'all see this dress? Do y'all see it? Do y'all see it? Yes, honey. Welcome to the stage. Thank you, thank you, Welcome thank to the you. stage. So one of the things, I told y'all she's an energy matcher. She said, what is the attire for the evening? I said, be extra. Yes, she did. I said, go all out. Oh, yes, you did. And I said, I want your outfit to scream your name. Yes. This outfit screams Cassandra. Thank you, thank you. Baby. Okay. Um, So Cassandra is, I kind of stole her. She's my mama's best friend. (laughs) And I stole her and kind of made her one of my close friends too. Um, And she is the founder of the Hey Girl Conference. Um, Yes, 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 yes. She is the founder and CEO of Lizzie's Love Cakes. She is co-founder and partner of Burnett Creative Group. Hey now, hey now. And still has a nine to five. And two kids. So I told y'all, we are people in here who are doing all the things. And so one of the things that Cassandra and I often find ourselves talking about is doing all the things in an authentic way. We call it elevative. We made up a word. Somebody get the baby, amen. (laughs) Elevative. (laughs) Um, And so I want to talk about how to be our elevated self while doing all the things. Because when we're trying to do so much, we're wearing so many hats, it's easy to get lost. It's easy to become a shell of yourself. So, Cassandra, what do you think is the key to unlocking your elevated self? Yeah, so the key is letting go. So when we talk about doing all the things, how many of us in this room are the leaders, are the strong friend, are the supportive friend, the one that always shows up dependable? I'm seeing some head nods. So we do all the things for other people. When we are talking about all the things, we are talking about all of your things, your dreams, your desires, your wishes. Okay? And so how we get there is we let it go. Anybody, mama, ever tell them, don't overstay your welcome? Oh, oh, oh. When you're going out to someone's house, don't overstay your welcome. 
We are overstaying our welcome in other people's business. Got to preach, okay? So when I think about it this way, about letting go, the Green Mile, any, anybody ever seen that movie? John Coffey with one E? You recall he was divinely gifted. He could heal other people by taking away their pain. I remember there was some sort of groin issue with a police officer. There was an issue with the brain uh, of one of the cast members' wives, and he was literally taking it out of them, and he would let it go, right? Then there was one time that he took it out, and he kept it in, and it literally choked him. He was coughing. He was ill. He was sick. There are many people that we can help and support for a purpose, for a season, for a moment. We are overstaying our welcome. And when we do that, we get distracted from our own dreams, hopes, aspirations. We get depleted by overstaying environments, people's uh, uh, decisions. We have to let it go. Because when we let it go, we become lighter. And guess what? We can fill ourselves with our dreams. We can fill ourselves with our goals. And we can stay focused. So don't overstay your welcome. Mm. Mm. Well, time to go. No. <laughs> I love it. And, and the picture that's painted for me when you, when you use that analogy um, is literally as you're letting things go, you, you gain more color, you gain more life, right? Um, I'm thinking of the movie Fat Albert and how they overstayed their welcome in the wrong place and they started to lose their color. They started to lose their vibe, vi was it vibrance? I was gonna say vibration, vibrance. Um, and that's what happens to us as we're wearing all the hats. We lose ourselves. We become um, watered down versions of ourselves. I don't know if you've ever been in a place where life has been so heavy on you and people would say, are you okay? You're not, you're not yourself. You're not your normal bubbly self. You're not your normal joyful self. And like, I would get irritated because like, yes I am. But in real life, right, like we talked about in the last segment, I was able to see myself. I took time to really see what they were talking about. And I'm like, okay, yeah, something's off. Yeah. Something's yeah. off. Yeah, because sometimes we fail to remember that we are a gift, that we have gifts, and that we should be good stewards of our gifts. Let me say that again. I am a gift. I have gifts. And I need to be a good steward of my gifts. Right? Come on. I am a gift. I have gifts. And I need to be a good steward of my gifts. Well, all right. Amen. Amen. And so... Oh, they got a clap. They like, I felt that. Somebody felt that. <laughs> um, so I chose you for this particular segment um, because I feel like on some level you have mastered the embodying of yourself. Um, you know, and I know we're human, right? We have our moments. We have our days. But most days, Cassandra going Cassandra. <laughs> so my question for you is, what do you bring to the table when you walk into the room? What do, you, what do you bring to the room? So what I bring to the room is a woman who has been broken, a woman who has been healed, a woman who has discovered her path to purpose, 
a woman who is so much more, a woman who is learning, growing, making mistakes, a woman who is you. Did I just describe some of you in this room? So what I'm bringing into this room is a sense of, I see you, sis. I'm here for you, sis. I know you, sis, and I want to help you. And so I guess what I'm saying is that what I'm bringing is that sense of I see you and you're not alone when I go into a room, when I have a conversation with you, when I pour into you. What I hear, she said, yes. What I hear you bring into the room is permission. Permission granted? Come on. Oh, ho, ho. That might be next year's conference. I'm just oh, going to say. We oh, oh. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but that's what I hear with, with what you just described. Permission to be yourself. Permission to unload. Permission to be vulnerable and transparent. Permission to be healed. Permission to receive. And we all need that. We all need that because when you accept that permission and you start to do those things, then you start to become your elevated self. Your elevated self is the you that is straight, no chaser, right? There's no mixers. There's no juice. There's no, it's just 100% you. Um, Praise the Lord. (laughs) Um, And so what, what, as we get ready to land the plane, what, would you say to someone who knows that they're not living as their elevated self to, to start the process, right? Like we talked about the journey of therapy and, and dealing with those things. You mentioned letting go, but on a practical level, yeah. what can we do? I, I need for us to reflect on how we are talking to ourselves. The words that we are using to describe ourselves the words that we are using to admonish ourselves, the words that we are using in those moments where it's just me versus me. Check how you're talking to yourself. How can you get to an elevated state when you're like, oh, you're stupid. Oh, that was outside of the realm of possibility for you. You're not enough. You're not worthy. Those are words that are keeping you captive, that are holding you back, that are anchoring you down from all of your possibilities. And I think about it like this. The way that I talk to myself, I rough myself up. How would I feel if that came from my daughter? How would I feel if I let my husband say those things to me that I say to myself? If Bella told me you're unworthy, if Lila told me, how dare you even think that you can do those things, Hmm. how would I feel? And what really gets me is, what if because of the way I'm choosing to speak to myself and hold myself back, I'm teaching them how to speak that way to themselves? But here's the thing. We can change our language. We can literally visualize little Cassandra standing in front of me right now saying, I'm proud of you. You go, girl. 
So reflect on the words you're using to describe yourself. We need to be able to correct ourselves, but how do we do it? What are we saying? You could be sitting right here correcting yourself right now in the harshest of terms and ways, and we would never know it. Reflect on that, adjust that, and make that little girl proud of you. Make that little girl say that, hey, Cassandra, you're my hero. Mm -hmm. You know how empowering that would be to visualize little Lisa saying, you made it so far with so little. You are wonderful and beautiful, and you're raising a beautiful young queen. Yeah. That's all right, sorry, awesome. sorry. I don't, wait, no, wait, listen, wait a minute. I'm all going with it. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Woo, my Lord and my God. That was awesome and, and very touching, you know, as we look at the next generation. You know, I do have girls. And I literally, I remember when I was pregnant with Sophia and I found out I was having a girl. And I got emotional. Because yeah. I'm like, how am I going to help her be the woman? I'm still figuring it out myself. But like you said, we one have to appreciate ourselves in that way, knowing that we are a gift and that we have gifts and that we're going to be good stewards. I was paying attention. Good stewards <laughs> over our gifts um, and being able to trans translate and transfer that yes. to others. Um, so that was awesome. Thank you so much. Um, let's give it up for Cassandra. Thank you. So Cassandra, just let us know how we can get connected with all the things yes. um, and, and stay connected to Cassandra. Yes, so um, through my website for my cake company, lizzieslovecakes.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook with my women's conference, the Hey Girl Conference, the same thing, heygirlconference.com, Instagram and Facebook. You can email me, info at heygirlconference.com. Awesome. Can we give it up one more time for Miss Cassandra? Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ooh, I love the sound effects that you guys are making. Like, mmm, oh, that means something good is happening in here. Um, so I'm going to stand up again for this one. So next coming to the stage, this woman of God snatched me from the pit no. <laughs> in a way though you know it's true it's true um, I have the privilege and honor of introducing my pastor my spiritual mama my confidant and friend can we welcome Dr. Joy Morgan yes 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 come on down come on down with the walk yes Lord here you go. Well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. I am honored. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, seriously. Oh, hold on, guys. Okay, we're going to just, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I want to first thank you for the deposit, plural. <laughs> that you have made in my life. Um, lots of what you all see from Brittany and Smith um, 
Dr. Joy Morgan has something to do with that. Um, I've been blessed to have some amazing women to look at and look up to as role models. So I have a judge, I have a doctor, I have a mother of mothers back there, Mama Tracy. I love her so much. Like I have some really strong, amazing women in my life. And so I wanna thank you for being one of those women, um, not holding back, good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, and so I just want to, to say that in front of the world, um, that you have been an incredible influence in my life. Wow. That means a lot. That means a lot. Thank you so much. I just want to say, since we're saying things in front of the world, that you have been a great investment of my time, my resources. Um, you, just, you just make me proud. And I'm just so, so honored to be in your life in this role. So thank you. I'm back. I'm back. Um, thank you for that. Thank you. I receive it too, because that's that's a thing. You know, we got to receive the things. Um, and so today, our conversation um, is around success, six-figure success from a kingdom perspective. Um, we started tonight talking about how I want to be able to bridge the gap for people between their business and their faith. Um, and when I think of business and faith married together, I think Dr. Joy Morgan. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and if you don't know, you don't know. But if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, you have really blazed a trail in that regard. Um, watching you be a powerhouse in ministry and then literally cross over and be a powerhouse in business. Um, and so you have people like, well, how, how, how do you do it? Um, so I want to have that conversation today. Um, so can you, in your Dr. Joy Morgan way, describe the relationship between your faith and your business? Ooh. I think, uh, I think the biggest thing is we need to stop separating the two. Um, I am in business but I have faith. I, have my, I don't separate. I think that's the problem with a lot of people. I'm one way outside the church and another way inside the church. And so even when I'm speaking for Comcast, uh, anybody that's a believer can peep me out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not different. So the two for me are one. And it starts with knowing why God created me in the first place. When I know why God created me, then my business becomes the God-given purpose that I had in the first place. Before I was formed in my mother's womb, he knew me, and he ordained me to be a prophet, not just to the church, but to be a prophet to the nations. How do I, how do I show up to the nations? I show up in my purpose. And so whether I'm speaking for Comcast or, where I'm, or I'm speaking for Restoration Station, you're going to get the same package. So I think it starts with knowing who you are, who God created you to be, and then just knowing how to juggle the jungles. I'm not going to speak in tongues at Comcast, but I'm not going to cuss at Comcast either. You know what I'm saying? So there's a way to juggle the jungles in such a way where I can be my authentic self no matter where I am. I wanted that question that Cassandra got, you know, what do you get when I walk in the room? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to steal that question. Yeah. You're going to get authenticity. Yeah. 
You know, Absolutely. you're going to get the real me no matter where I show up. And the real me ought to be who God created me to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and so with that, with that, how would you describe your journey and not necessarily like the whole journey, but as you decided to cross over into the marketplace, like talk about that, the apprehensiveness, if there was any, some of the pitfalls or some of the challenges you faced as you were navigating that transition. The truth of the matter from my story is I didn't cross over from, from the church into business. I was in business first, if you will, and crossed over into the church. Ah. Yes. <laughs> so I started off, I have an engineering background. Right. Then I started off in higher education administration, creating programs. And it was there at that, in that office where God said, I'm calling you into full-time ministry. Mm -hmm. So it, for me, it was an easier transition that I wasn't trying to figure. I already knew how to speak outside of the church. So, you know, that I think is what I bring to those who are coming from the kingdom into the church because I, 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 I shudder. I, I get a little, when I, I can tell when people are trying to be too churchy when they're speaking for Coca-Cola, when they're speaking for Johnson and Johnson yeah. and you will turn Johnson and Johnson off mm -hmm. with amen every time you talk. Oh my. Right. So, so I think that that's the other thing that I bring that I'm coming from corporate coming from nonprofit into the church. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. It's true. And I think, like you said earlier, um, people can peep us out. Yes. Right. And you can you can see when somebody's struggling and yes. trying not to like, I mean, I did it tonight. Like, hey, y'all, praise the Lord. Like, this is not a church service, but it's something that we've been conditioned to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so how would you define success now that you now, you know, you talked about being able to go back and forth mm -hmm. and you've you've established yourself in, in both worlds. Um, how would you describe success? from the six-figure kingdom perspective because you're in both spaces? When I was sitting at that desk at my college setting when I was working there on track to be a dean, some of you have heard the story, I received a card one day that says, success is loving what you do and doing what you love. And I remember at that moment feeling I'm not successful because I'm not loving this. It was a good job, but it wasn't what I was created to do. So success is doing the thing you love, loving the thing you do, and getting paid for it. Oh, come That's on and success. say amen to that. We can say amen right That's there. Success. <laughs> That's success. How many of you want to get paid to do what you love to do? Do what you love to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have the right people in the room. <laughs> so speaking of getting paid, talk about your accomplishment of becoming a six-figure business owner? Like, did you just wake up one day and say, hmm, I'm gonna make six figures? Like, how did that come about? And, and what did you feel once you accomplished the goal? Ooh, well, I will say, and, and this is the truth, and maybe somebody can attest to this, that it never feels like what you think it's gonna feel like. Have you ever had a goal, and you get there, and you're like, oh, that's it? That's, that's, that's it. For example, I am now Dr. Joy Morgan, right? And I don't know what I expected, but when I finally got it, I'm like, okay. You know, so, so how did I feel when I got there? Accomplished from the standpoint of this. Um, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. 
So when you say, did you just wake up one day and say, I want to make six figures? Yes. That's what I did. And, and I have to say that I realized there has to be an intentionality around a certain financial goal in your business. If you don't set out and create a goal, but not just create the goal, um, you may have heard of SMART goals. It has to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So I realized I wasn't just going to bump up into six figures. I had to have a plan. Then, after you have the plan, you got to work the plan. You got to work it. Somebody say, it'll work if you work it. So often, many of us say we want to do something and have no plan to back it up. We just say stuff. And that's why we haven't done most of what we said, because we didn't work the plan. I want to go back to school. Well, you didn't even apply. Right? I want to make six figures. Okay, doing what? I want to have a business. What's the business plan? Right. So, uh, yes, there was a level of intentionality and it started with a plan that you've probably heard me talk about my cash method. Consistency, showing up all the time, aiming at something. Right. Systems. You need a system to your business. And then this is the thing that nobody likes. This is what you have. This is what Brittany and Smith has that a whole lot of people don't have. Hustle. Oh, come on, somebody. Hustle. Brittany, if Brittany and Smith ain't going to do nothing else, she's going to hustle to make it happen. She's going to put the hard work in. All it is took, can we give it up for her? All it is took hard work. Come on, somebody. We got lights, camera, action, silent auctions. We got, we got screens. and That didn't just happen because she thought about it. That, that's, that's what we don't want to do. And we will hate on somebody's hustle. You will hate on somebody's hustle. Are you willing to do what Brittany and Smith did to make all of this happen? So don't hate on my six figures unless you're going to hate on, I got up early. I had to stay up late. Come on, somebody. I had to put money in that I didn't know where it was going to come from. I had to be the biggest investor in my business. If you're going to hate on me, hate on the whole thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Ooh, no. Go off, Dr. Joy. Go off. Because it's true. It's true. It's true. We jokingly say all the time, but it's not so much a joke that we're different. We're different. <laughs> we we are, different. We are different. And, there, and, and, you know, we're not the only ones in the room, but the, those of us in this room, we're different. different. We're different. We are those people that do more before 12 p.m. than the average person does in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, what do you do to keep your sanity Woo-hoo! in the midst of the hustle? Where there's a really fine man about two, three rows back there. He's a bishop. Um, he's, my, he's my bestie. He's my bestie. And I just had a, a business situation this week. And the first thing I did was call my bestie. I called my bestie. And when I call my bestie, he just, he fixes it for me. He's my fixer. I don't know what I would do without him. And then me and my bestie, on, on a quarterly basis, we go away. Mm-hmm. We, get a, we, we go away. Amen. We go away. And so I always have that to look forward to. It is my rhythm. That, that's what works for us. You always going away. Yup. Yup. Yep. I sure am. And I don't apologize. I used to apologize. I don't apologize because, again, if, if you had to deal with 300 and some parishioners, 
and all that comes with the business and all that comes with mentoring people and all of that, yeah, you would go away too. It's true. Because <laughs> sometimes I get sick of myself. And so to have 300 of me, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's so true. And we have to honor ourselves in that way. It may yes. not be a quarterly vacation for you, but what is it? What is it for you that's going to help you sustain the hustle? You know, like you are only as good as the energy you have, the health that you have, Absolutely. the peace that you have. And if I am at 1%, I'm trying to divvy up that 1% to 19 different places. It does not work. It's not going to work. So we have to take care of ourselves in that way. Absolutely. I'm trying to be like Dr. Joy in vacation quarterly. Hey, you can have it. Amen. It's, it's, it's there for you to take. Yes, 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 yes. So Dr. Joy, practical three steps for those of us in the room who are looking to, uh, you mentioned SMART goals, mm -hmm. um, practical three steps to making money. Because like, there, there are people in the room that are like, they're doing, but they're not making the money. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so a practical to do for us as we get unstuck in that. That's good. First of all, find out what you love to do. What is the problem that you solve in your own unique way? He or she who solves problems gets paid. Period. He or she that solves problems gets paid. So figure out the unique problem that God put you on the earth to solve. That's number one. Then number two, find out who you came to solve it for. Who is your niche audience? Yeah. My niche audience typically is middle-aged women who want to transition from a career they feel stuck in to doing purpose and destiny. They usually want to speak, write a book, or start a business. So I know that that's who I've been called to, to serve. Once I find out what I've been called to do, who I've been called to serve, then I have to now give them a solution that they want. And I have to package it in a way that they like it. Then, number four, I have to show up where they are. So I gotta find out where do they do Facebook? Where are these people? Where, I have to be where they are. Right. So once you find out what you've been called to do, who you've been called to do it for, package it in a way they like. And here's my secret sauce to all of it. How did I get paid? Me and my husband talk about all this all the time. I help people. Period. Period. That's it. The secret sauce to you making six, seven, think about everything that you like. Think about all the billionaires and the millionaires. They help people. That phone, the iPhone, the best phone that there is right now on the market. The iPhone, it helps people. Where are my Apple users at? It helps people. Androids cause confusion. I don't know how much money, money he's making. But I do know, for example, that the iPhone helps people. Right? Lizzie's right. Cakes help people. Yes, it does. Do they not help people? Yes. Come on, the brand specialist. Doesn't she help people? That's how you make money. Stop trying to help yourself and wonder why you're not getting paid. Ooh. Yeah, you got to help people. You got to You got to like people. Well, Even if they well. get on your nerves. You can't say you want to help people and then don't want to deal with people. I 
deal with entrepreneurs that are so stuck and frustrated in their careers and they don't like people. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. I hope y'all got that. I hope y'all got that. And the hustlers in the room are going to take what Dr. Joy just said and going to make something happen within the week. I, okay. All right. I'm going to talk to the hustler. Yeah, we got, we got a couple. Um, but Dr. Joy, thank you so much for that. Um, can we give it up for Dr. Joy? So, Dr. Joy, can you tell us how we can connect with you, what you got going on, all those things? Sure. So, you can connect with me at joymorganmotivates.com. That's www.joymorganmotivates.com. Um, right now, I'm in six-figure success circle mode. I have some, some of my six-figure success folks in the room, but I have pulled together a group of entrepreneurs who are looking to make six figures. We have our upcoming VIP day coming up in a couple weeks. Um, it is an exclusive environment. I just got back from our venue. It's amazing. Um, so if somebody's interested in working with me on a VIP level, let me know. I'm working on that right now. Awesome. Awesome. And I told y'all you can get with Dr. Joy through the silent auction. It's a way for you to get connected. I'm telling you, your life is going to change because she helps people. I'm a, is anybody else a witness in this room that Dr. Joy helps people? Awesome. Dr. Joy, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Give it up for my pastor one more time, y'all. Thank you. And I'm beyond excited to introduce you to the Summer Brand Shoot Experience. It's not just your ordinary photo shoot. It's a transformative journey that will take your personal brand to new heights. We'll work closely together to curate the perfect brand visuals that authentically represent you. This experience includes a brand planning call to help you prepare, a four-hour photo shoot complete with professional makeup and refreshments, 15 meticulously edited photos that will capture your essence and a brainstorming session where we'll strategize how to best utilize your images. Trust me, this isn't your average photo shoot. It's an unforgettable adventure. So make sure you sign up for the Summer Brand Shoot Experience. Space is extremely limited. I hope to see you there. Are you an entrepreneur yearning to find your authentic flow in business? Do you want to build an amazing brand that aligns with your passions and values? Well, get ready for a life-changing opportunity. Welcome to the Life Brand Academy. In this academy, I'll be your guide sharing invaluable expertise and helping you develop a brand that is uniquely and authentically you. We'll dive deep into the topics such as mastering your mindset, crafting your brand story, identifying your target audience, effective marketing strategies, and so much more. This comprehensive program is designed to empower you with the tools and knowledge needed to thrive in the business world. Together, we'll unlock your full potential and create a brand that truly shines. Don't miss it. Enrollment is now open. I hope to see you in Life Brand Academy. Feeling like you need a daily boost of motivation and inspiration? Well, look no further. The Daily Pep Talk is here. Each day, I'll be right there with you, uplifting your spirits, boosting your confidence, and providing actionable tips that'll catapult you toward your goals. And this is a private podcast. That means it's only for those who've subscribed. These short but impactful pep talks will cover various topics such as mindset hacks, productivity tips, self-care practices, overcoming challenges, and more. Imagine starting your day with a powerful dose of motivation and guidance, setting you on a path of success and fulfillment. Trust me, these daily pep talks are game changers. Guess what? I'm finally doing it. I'm finally offering a real Canva class. That's right. Canva Camp is here. Join me in this exclusive workshop where I'll personally teach you the art of creating jaw-dropping graphics, eye-catching designs, and captivating content using Canva. 
Together, we'll explore the ins and outs of Canva's powerful features from selecting the perfect fonts, the color schemes, designing social media graphics, presentations, all of it. And that's not all. We'll also dive into the world of ChatGPT and how to integrate AI into your designs and messaging to create an immersible, interactive brand experience. Get ready to take your visual branding game to a whole new level. Do not miss it. And you guys, I could not have done this without my amazing sponsors. So shout out to The Coffee Girl, Better Rose Cosmetics, I Got Flicks, AWOL Productions, Kirsten White Photo, Ready Writer Services, LLC, Oasis Wellness Group, The Hey Girl Conference, Lizzie's Love Cakes, The Wine John, Your Way Home, Dorian B. Morgan Esquire, and Lash Ink Glow. Thank you all so, so much for partnering with me and making this vision come to pass. And lastly, let's talk about an opportunity to partner with me. You can support my mission and collaborate with me through Cash App and Venmo. Whenever you're interested in advertising in the Britney Smith podcast, becoming a sponsor for one of my programs, or simply just want to join me in making a positive impact, I'm always excited to welcome new partners on this journey. Together, we can create powerful connections, inspire change, and make a lasting difference. So don't let these incredible experiences and opportunities pass you by. I am Brittany N. Smith, and I'm here to help you embrace your potential, unlock the power of your brand, and partner with the very best. Visit BrittanySmithCreative.com, and we'll embark on this extraordinary journey to success together. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another girlfriend who needs to hear today's show. I want to know what your takeaways were and what topics you want to hear about next. Shoot me an email at BritneySmithPodcast at gmail.com. Want to hang out with me every day? Head on over to Facebook and like my page, Brittany and Smith, and follow me on Instagram at Brittany and Smith. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.